Like, that's the kind of refreshed I was. Right. You ever have one of those days where you wake up like, ooh. Yeah, I'm going to be productive today. Yeah, like, I can feel it. <laughs> I was very, very, like, awake today. So right. So, it's really good, although it's 5 o'clock and it's pitch black outside. Right, right. That That's the downfall. But, I mean, I still don't know why we still keep doing this stupid tradition of daylight savings. But, thank you. I feel like I got a little bit of rust. Yeah. And, as we're saying thank you, we want to say thank you to Tweez from episode 12. He was a great guest. Thank you so much. He was an ex-overseas professional basketball player, lucky number 12. Um, he was also an independent recording artist. So, please make sure to follow and support him at T-D-S-G-O-F-F. I-C-I-A-L, that's T-D-S-G, official. Make sure to follow him and support. Thank you so much for being an awesome guest. And thank you for all the supporters, too. Make sure to leave reviews on all of the apps and give us feedback. And make sure to check out the YouTube and like it. And please give us feedback on that as well. Definitely. I liked having Tweez on the show. He was a very different perspective. Our topic was about friendship, and I would I appreciated that he was open and honest yeah. to talk about that. Not yeah, most sure. men are like friends. What the hell is a friend? But as an older man, he was able to. As a grown man, he grown was, man, uh, grown man. Yeah. He, he wasn't an older man. He, he, was he an might older get offended man. He was by a that. Man. <laughs> yeah, he was open to having that discussion. And guys go through friends and friendships and relationships just like anyone else. They just yes, gotta open for sure. Up about it. So right, shout and, out to and him. They, they get hurt too, and like they, they miss their best friends and stuff. Like, yeah, it happens. It they do. They have actual friends and frenemies, and. Yes. They get hurt when their boys hurt them or do them yeah. dirty. So, or know. when they get left out. Yo, <laughs> not in the group chat or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, guys really be hurt. Like, I'd be like, oh, shit, that bothered you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right? Isn't that amazing yeah. to watch a guy be like, wow. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, you're so, so ignorant of us, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Big and Tough and be like, damn, that really hurt you, though? Yeah. It's yeah. really nice to see. That means a person has a good heart. They're a genuine, That's real. True real real person so shout out to him and thank you for coming on the show for shout <laughs> and um and guess what we got some cardi news in cardi news <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had any news on her in a couple days or a couple weeks right, i'm sorry right right, right right and so she still has her momentum building but she definitely is now an engaged woman to offset wow and yeah, she is living her best year, I think. <laughs> best year ever. <laughs> that ring, that raindrop. I really don't like it, Marnie. I mean, it's a little ghetto. Oh, it's a little ghetto? Oh my God. <laughs> I hate her ring. Jesus. It's a, her, first of all, her fingers are like super small, and I have small hands. And the that nails, child. <laughs> <laughs> I have small hands, as y'all know, and I know that would take over my entire ring finger. 
Yes. My pinky. That is literally the size of my pinky. <laughs> Those who are my friends know how small my hands legit, are. Legit, that is the size of Marty's pinky. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just, I know that her ring is ginormous. And it is, you know, it's that hood love, right? I guess. They got to see how much you love her, right? <laughs> so, like, you know, we had Gucci Mane and Keisha getting married. That's a hood love. That's a hood love. Hood love story for sure. Exactly. So... Now, I'll be honest. I don't think they're going to make it. I don't think that this was real. Are you on the Joe Budden theory? Have you watched the Joe Budden theory on this? I mean, I'm sure if Joe Budden's really talking for real, he's saying that this looks like a publicity stunt of some kind. He's saying, I'm going to send you the, the clip, but he's definitely saying that Cardi got upset about Nikki being on the track. Or something, or him working, or Offset working with Nikki. So, every, whatever, this whole new song, something like that. She got upset. He made it up to her. That's why they were arguing about the damn before when she started shouting out that she was single. And his way to making up for it was. Was putting her on the track? Put her on the track and give her a ring. Time out, time out, time out. So they had a petty fight because she, he did a track with Nicki Minaj, which is a top artist, and this motherfucker ended up proposing? Something like that. I'm going to send you the Joe Budden theory because it makes sense. Now, the theory of how the song... I haven't heard the song, and I heard the song sounds terrible. Oh, no, it does not sound terrible. I heard it sounds terrible in the sense of like how it kind of flows together. Like It doesn't make sense. No, no, this is what it is. This is what it is. Because I also know that Nicki Minaj did not know that Cardi B was going to be on the track. You Nicki Minaj was like actually <clears throat> informed that she was on the track right before it got released because Nicki's one of those artists that nothing can be played or put out there without her approving it because she's at mm-hmm. that level. You know what I'm saying? So it's like she has to give the seal of approval before it gets put out. And when she heard it, she said, I was fine with it, but I did not know. She's like, it was just a track with me. And what's the other guy, Cuervo? He's like, that was or whoever's. It's mm-hmm. Offset and somebody else. And he's like, she was like, I didn't even know anybody else was on the track. So I was caught off guard and like, whatever, I was with it. But the thing is that people are saying that it sounds like they're each taking shots at each other on the actual track. Which like, means it two, seems two separate. No, they, you could tell it's totally recorded separately. But as two separate bodies of work, they both did well as MCs. I'm telling you, like, they both rapped well. So I like the track because of that, because I feel like there's good rapping on it. Do I think that the two artists were both in the studio? Absolutely not. You could totally <laughs> tell. Like, this was like, these bitches didn't even hear it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it kind of sounds like they're throwing a little bit of shade. It really does sound like that. Hmm. I haven't heard it. I'm you have to. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send it to you. It's a good song. I'm gonna hear it. I've heard things about it, so I'm only going off a of judgment. I think. I think others. Nikki's Nikki's uh, verse is so much stronger than Cardi B's on this track. It's kind of insane. Like it's really good Cardi music, but like, but like Nikki's verse is so much stronger than Cardi B's, and it comes after. So forget it. You know what I'm saying? It's. I hope it's not if there was if they were to actually work together together, we would have saw more hype about it before it was launched. True. If it was like yo, we I got think some the song's fire. gonna blow up. Let's 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 do a friendly bet. <laughs> friendly bet. Let's do a friendly bet. Just to say just to say who won. In a month, this song is gonna be massive. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, take note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
on November 5th than on December 5th. Right. We'll go back and look at that. Yeah. Exactly. I just it's think that massive. they would have put much more hype behind it if they really truly were behind the song it happening. I don't know. Or maybe this is the point of us to get into the song by thinking it's like beef or whatever and it's not. True. We'll see. Because nowadays I, I'm so af- I'm so afraid of fake news. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I don't even know. Everything is fake news nowadays. Right. It's hard. But shout outs to Cardi B and Offset. Um, we hope to see you walking down the aisle. I mean, make a reality show about it. That's what I want to see. Listen, reality show. I'll watch it. And everything. Look at uh, <laughs> Rob in China. Oh, please. Ugh. <laughs> see, we knew- <laughs> but we knew that wasn't going to happen either. I don't understand people. Oh my God! And I don't I even know them in person. The only I just know person by that didn't media. know it wasn't gonna work was Rob. Like I really feel like that. Like everybody in that show wasn't gonna work. Well, a beautiful baby came from that one. A gorgeous so baby. Maybe a ratchet baby will come out of Cardi B and Offset. a little a, a little ratchet rapper. Exactly. I didn't realize how young she was too, and that's why I think I it's not gonna work. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just I'm not a believer. But am I happy for her? I think that's dope. She's having a massive year for sure. Yeah. Shout outs to them. And she's having a lucky a lucky time. You know how some people feel like the number 13 is not a lucky number? But I don't feel that way about this episode, Marley. I think 13 is a good number, to be honest. Because at the end of the day, um, 13 is just a number. Like, I don't even understand where this whole thing came from with, like, 13 being a bad number. Is it because of Nightmare on Elm Street? Like, you know what I'm saying? Friday the 13th. Like, what is it that... I don't know. There's so many myths. Like, mad buildings don't even have a 13th floor. You know what I'm saying? I think... Well, I think those movies were made after the fact that the anticipation of the 13 was already out there. Like, that superstition of that number. And then those movies kind of continue building on off on it. Um, And you're right. I guess... I wonder if, like, the 13 missing off of buildings is because maybe the superstition of the developer or the architect or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Well, it, yeah, it, it was all of that. Yeah, for sure, because they they just don't think it's good, I guess, energy to have a 13th floor, to take an elevator to that floor because that floor is not good. Like, it's like you can count it up and it says, like, you know, it's the 13th flight, but you're not supposed to. It's such, it's bizarre to me. It is. It's, it's weird. My I've building's never looked like it that. up. I've, I've never looked it up, like, the reason, like, the, the 13 and what's all behind that. Um, I mean, it's a pretty popular number right now. Like, that show, 13 Reasons Why, on Netflix was, like, a huge hit. I personally didn't want to, like, look at anything sad when it dropped at that time. Yeah. So maybe when I'm in the mood to watch something sad, I'm with it. Yeah. But I'm one of those people. Like, I have to be in the mood to watch it like that. I've li- Living alone now, I make sure to watch everything that excites <laughs> me. It makes me happy. Um, and the only thing I want to be sad about is like romantic love or something. And Aww. that's the only thing I want to cry about. I don't want to cry about sad shit like that. I'm sorry. Right. That's actually really smart not to watch shit that's depressing. Oh, especially when you live by. Hello. I live in Seattle, girl. The last right. thing you can do is watch depressing shit in a rainy, cold ass weather. And I guess we're not promoting this show on Netflix, by the way. No. I mean, sorry, Netflix. And I'm, I mean, for those of you correct of us, if, if we're wrong, like if the show is fucking dope and awesome, tell us. But I have a bad perception because everybody tells me it's about a kid that commits suicide and like the reasons why he did it. I mean, okay. 
But number 13, I think, I mean, it doesn't have any significance to me, personally. Right. Um, right. And I think it's just, there's various superstitions that I actually believe in. Not believe in, but sort of participate in. And 13 isn't one of those things that I'm concerned about. <laughs> well, speaking of spooky stuff, Halloween was pretty dope. Um, I... Uh, Definitely dressed up, and I know that you did your little festivities as well. Yes, I did. Um, it was really fun. Um, I I celebrated like Monday before um, Halloween. I had a great time. This was the longest Halloween ever. I just want to share. It felt like Halloween was being celebrated for like three weeks straight. Right. And like even the day after, people were still dressed. I'm like, let it go. We're like <laughs> not there anymore. And. It was a very, very long Halloween. Is, was it just me or like... Right, it's because people started partying from like the Wednesday before the Tuesday of the Halloween. Because it's like, fuck it, Halloween's on a Tuesday, who's going to go out? So let's go out tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot to yeah. take in. Some good outfits out there, some bad ones. Again, people don't learn their lessons on racism and <laughs> what offends people. And our very own Kim Kardashian put an apology the other day about her outfit which i found was unnecessary for her to do because she had nothing to apologize about it was just stupid she apologized about her Aaliyah outfit and i don't even think she looked bad i understand that she doesn't look like Aaliyah, but not many humans look like Aaliyah. let's, <laughs> don't let's just get that straight up you know what i'm saying she's freaking beautiful was beautiful may she rest in peace but aside from that it's like leave kim alone damn yeah like i think people were just finding things to be mad at right. kim about they had nothing to really be mad at kim about she did like four different outfits one was selena i was not offended by that she actually i thought she beautiful. looked cute i think she looked really cute you know who also looked really good demi lovato she's she's a cute girl and she has a nice shape you should watch demi lovato's um uh uh, what's it called? Biography or whatever, or what's it called? Documentary. It's really, right, really good. Right. And Lady Gaga's okay. also. Just piggyback on that one. Um, I heard Lady Gaga's was like annoying. No. Like she's annoying. No, you watch that documentary. You remember I just talked about crying? That's the shit yeah. that makes you cry. You cry with okay. her. It is so. Everything about she her. She used to get bullied really bad, right? Yeah, but just this documentary is just what she's going She's in a lot of pain because she had hip surgery and stuff. Okay. So you see her crying before getting on stage and just pulling through. So it's pretty awesome. But wow. it's really nice. Um, Kim had no reason to apologize. A lot of y'all are just hating on Kim. Let Kim yeah. be. She's gorgeous. She had great makeup artists or whomever dress her up as um, Madonna, along with her sister looking at Michael Jackson. <laughs> she looked great as Aaliyah. She had no reason to apologize for that. She looked great as Selena. No one said nothing about the Selena. And she looked great as Cher. She looked so Armenian. It was amazing. Yeah, but she, she kind of has a Cher look of 2017. She's like the 2017 Cher version. You know what I'm saying? Because Cher was a beautiful woman in her day, too. Yeah. And she was with that. She had that signature black long hair. Like, that's totally Cher. And, like, every bitch right now is rocking it. You yes, know what I'm saying? Definitely. From Nicki Minaj to Kim Kardashian to all of these chicks out here. Erica, Mena, all of them. <laughs> And it's totally share for sure. But she looked amazing. Um, and so she didn't need to apologize. Y'all are just super overly sensitive and let Kim be. She's just a Kardashian. The other person but that looked amazing was also... Was Queen B. Yes. The queen herself. Yes. The queen herself. 
dressed Miss as Beyonce. the Maybe. other creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Little Kim. How dope was that? Yes. And unexpected. Yes, for sure. It was. I loved it. I really thought that it was cool that Jay-Z was Biggie. And, like, they went as Biggie and Little Kim. That was super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's cute as well that, like, Beyonce is, like, still a little thick from the babies. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Will you be like, girl, them thighs, though. <laughs> yeah, she got the big boobies still. Like, it's like it's sick. Okay. Yeah, you her boobs are like, huge. Yeah, yeah. She still has that baby effect on her. But she looks good. And I, I love her confidence. And I love that she's a full-figured... Well, I mean, full-figured for being a celebrity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she's like, she looks beautiful. I thought it was awesome. I think it was very really fun. I like that she picked different eras of Little Kim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had to it figure cool. out what, like what season, what era this was. Like, this is Source Awards Kim. This is Video Kim. Like, you know, it wasn't like just, ones you knew. It was like you had to search it to find it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but then again, some of them were like no brainers for people like us that like been yeah seen. You know what I'm saying? Her, but I think it was pretty dope, and I think it was really awesome that everybody knows that she's the beehive and all that, and everybody loves her. And it's like I think it was cool that she took the time to say, you know, there was another person they used to call that. Yes, but you know what I mean. I think that's Which what I cool. liked about it too the most. And mm-hmm. I just would have envisioned her in the purple outfit with the pasty. Yeah, yeah, that. Would have sent the internet would have broke with that one. Gone crazy, but yeah, but I don't think she would. She, I don't know. The boobs Jay, are too big to the, pop out one of them. I think it's Jay Z, <laughs> and I think it's the kids, and she's a mom. You know, I just, I don't know. You know, she was like, I can't let one hang by itself. So she right. was like, We're not gonna do that one. That would have been dope though. But she looked great. I think sometimes women know how much of an impact that that move is gonna be, mm-hmm. and they just they they hold that one back. They're like, let me not go all the way. You know what I mean? Let's not go too deep because it's gonna really give an impact. Definitely, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I, I can relate to that sometimes. So shout out to but, y'all on Halloween. Everybody looking good. Yes, and it's it's fun that this is like an American thing. Like other cultures always find it fascinating that we take Halloween so seriously. But I don't know. It's fun. I think it's really fun that you get to dress up. And you get to like play like a kid in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kid that's the one day that grown ups still get to go back to their childhood. And but do you remember when you were a kid and you stopped dressing out? Like like yeah, the in between uncool. of like teenager and kid, like you were like, Oh no, we don't do dress up no more, like I don't go trick or treating yeah, yeah. no more. And then once you hit like twenty one, you're just like, yo, let's get fully dressed. the slutty outfits hit at 21 and you're just like yeah right 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 let me look cute (laughs) all the slutty princesses and the slutty mini mouse or whatever like everything just come out and be like we're gonna be out here i think i think it's like interesting is either you're like slutty or you're like a fucking killer you know what i'm saying it's like either either costume is where people go it's like i'm dead (laughs) you know know. yes it's, it's definitely part of the culture but it was fun and happy Halloween to everybody and all those who listen and we just had to do that because it's the episode is number 13 guys yeah. so you gotta we can't act like we don't know that there's a correlation between those two things and just for Speaking that two, actually they should share this episode 13 times <laughs> to 13 there you go and tag 13 people under the episode listen to my partner my partner <laughs> is speaking okay she knows what she's saying <laughs> 
And because of the fact that today's a special, special episode and we haven't told you guys a story in a little while, we're going to hit you with two mini stories. Yeah. Yay. So now we're going to really go back into our topics that pretty dope. We have two different ladies that have a similar circumstance of having secret sex buddies. Very similar to the question that we asked on our IG and the Facebook that you guys participated in. Um, Marley's definitely going to share the response of the best answer that we had, because as we were going to always do and go are going to do on every episode, whoever gives us the best response, we're going to make sure to shout out your IG so you can get some love on the gram. So I think Marley got that response for our very best response Yes, for this question. So for that question, the best response that I enjoyed was from Melly Mel Mel. She said... If I keep you as a secret, it could be one of two things. One, I might be embarrassed of you, but the sex is great. Or two, I'm not supposed to be with you. Either way, it's a fun experience. True. I thought her answer was the best, too. I agree. I I agree with her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We keep secrets for reasons. And those reasons could be multiple variations of why. And usually... One of these two, being embarrassed of you and the sex is good, is definitely one. Right. Two is definitely as common as hell, actually. Say that again? I think that's common as hell. Yeah. And two, I'm not supposed to be with you, is definitely number two. And three is, I'm not ready to introduce you yet. True. Right? True. In my thought. I'm not ready to throw you out there into the world into the wolves that are my friends or peoples or whatever right right it's not always because it's that you're not a good candidate it's because i just don't want to fuck this up yes you know what i'm saying (laughs) others will fuck this up yes real real fucking life though yeah i think i think it's it's i don't want to open pandora's box of where i introduce you to friends and the vibe just gets thrown off or they say something right. stupid or you say something stupid or if they don't like you, then we can't be around them. And then I got to ch- like, there's a lot. So you want right. to make sure everything meshes and you want to make sure you're good with this person first before we open the or door. You, or when you got to be, you got to be super confident before, uh, before you even get to that point where you don't even really care what other people really. Yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, okay, I'm just being nice. Yeah. Just say hi. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going to keep it moving. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? And I totally get it. I get it. I get Definitely. it. I totally get it. But with that being said, we do want to share our messy stories. Our first messy story is from Dallas, Texas. Shout out to Dallas. Hey. We love the support. Yeah, state to state, baby, coast to coast. So <laughs> so we have here, and it starts like this. Um, this is from a Gina. And Gina's hitting us up, and she's saying... Hey, Shomi and Marley, I love you guys, and I listen to you guys every week. Aw, how awesome. (laughs) I have a confession. I have met the best sex partner um, ever. He was an old friend, and he was always been that type of guy that was kind of like a hoe. So our sex life was always just sex. And I loved it. No strings attached, no drama. Now I have a boyfriend. I adore him, and I really see a future with him, but our sex is very weak. And I've also made the mistake that I've hooked up with him from time to time since me and my boyfriend got together. Now I found the perfect balance where it's good mind-blowing sex and an experience, and I relieve my stress, and then I call the guy Martin for that. 
I know it's wrong, but I'm a better girlfriend to my man because of this perfect balance that I have found. Am I a horrible person? Sort of. <laughs> yeah, I hear you're, you're no, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're what is it? Eating the cake or whatever, or having the cake and eating it. Yeah, it's you have to. She's going back to one to get fully satisfied, but she's happy with the relationship she's in. Right. It's yeah. She's a little bit wrong. <laughs> Um, I think it's odd that you're not trying to better things with your current guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why aren't you putting more effort into that instead of the effort of hiding and cheating or whatever? Right. The work of cheating. You know how much you know what work I'm that must be for people? <laughs> right. I don't understand. Hell yeah. It's hard enough to just have a one functioning relationship. <laughs> Seriously. And now to, like, juggle multiple dudes, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But, um, honestly, I... Th- think maybe she likes the old guy if she likes the work <laughs> she likes the other guy then no i think she likes the other guy though like why would she still be going back to him you know what yeah, i'm saying definitely it's weird to like i don't know i think she needs it's, to make a decision like, figuring out what it is that she wants or how she wants it but going back and forth and that whole thing is not it's not productive for yourself for the other person it's not fair and not only that, what if you get pregnant, girl? Then you got to go on Murray and all that stuff. It's <laughs> a lot. Again, more work. More work. More work. And and also ask yourself, does your boyfriend deserve this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does he? I mean, but have I get it. But has she also tried to make her current relationship kind of figure out that sexiness, like make it better? Right. Because if you're not in- no, she. I mean, clearly she hasn't because she just ran to someone to else. the old guy. Yeah, but yeah. instead of running to someone else, why don't you try and make this work or figure out what's missing to make it better, whatever that case right. is, and then go from there. I don't know. I think it's just very early for her to already be stepping out. I feel like that's not how you start something. No. But cheating for balance? Come on now. Like, your balanced life. <laughs> cheating is not a balanced life. I just want to share that. That's actually fucking clever as fuck to say. <laughs> okay? If your life is balanced from cheating, then you really got some other shit happening. Because my life balance is me cleaning up, being able to walk through, like, not walk over clothes on the floor, or, like, everything yeah. is, like, in order. I catch right. the bus on time to work. Like, that's balance, right? Like... True. Equal amounts of time. I don't have to rush. Like, that's balance of life. Cheating is not a balance. That's just more difficult life. I agree. And I remember a good friend of mine told me, I stopped cheating because it's too expensive. Wow. <laughs> just honestly. There you he go. He was putting in a all lot right. of work, though. He must have been doing all kinds of hotels and shit. You but shout out to the girls do. who was getting all, who was profiting <laughs> off of all of that shit. Right. That's what that is. That's straight up. Yeah. It's a it's a vicious game that we may be talking about very soon on one of our upcoming episodes. <laughs> but aside from that, thank you so much for being a, a listener of Dallas, Texas. Um, we appreciate you. Um, we're not saying that you a bad person, but we're saying that this is a bad action. Yeah. And maybe you should uh, 
take a moment and appreciate what you got. It doesn't sound like you really appreciate it and that you have a boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, you seem to like him, obviously. You spoke nicely of him. Um, I think you're being a little superficial and a little lazy. Maybe you should start working on your home before you start stepping out. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and... And you, and that last dude, he didn't work before. He is not gonna work now. Yeah, exactly. Because if he if, if it lasted this long, it is what it is. And he was a hoe. <laughs> don't wife a hoe. I'm just saying. No offense to the hoes, but don't wife. Isn't that what like the the streets taught you? Yeah. But anyway. All right. So uh, back to our messy stories. We have a second messy story. And this is all, once again, with the friends with benefits kind of subject matter in our many messy Mondays. Um, now, um, we have this story from right here locally, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Shout out to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Not five folks. All right. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay, this person goes and writes, I met this guy on POF. All we've ever had is amazing sex since the beginning of our situation. I know it's crazy, but this guy is so freaky and sexual. I love our sexual chemistry. He eats me out. He's so passionate, and he's nasty style with it, which I love. He eats my ass, and he has a big dick. Perfect secret sex buddy. The other night, I went out on a date, and guess who was there at dinner? Across the table from me, my secret sex lover, Martin, was on a date with someone else. So awkward. I didn't even want to eat anymore. Um, he panicked when he saw me. He Then he acted like we didn't even know each other. And of course, I checked out the girl he was with, and she was okay. Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we hooked up, we act like it didn't even happen. We didn't even discuss it that night. And he's still my dirty little secret. First of all, judging the other girl <laughs> is always fun. I just want to share that. <laughs> That is the most exciting thing ever. That is life. That is life. Like, do you ever do that with your girls and be like, this bitch, look at this. <laughs> like Everybody, oh my God. And she might be gorgeous. We'd be like, this bitch ain't that she serious. She ain't that cute. You know what I mean? She's whack. Her, look at her lashes. Them shits ain't real. She that bitch no ain't job. <laughs> We just be going in. But judging the other girl is always hilarious and fun. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, that is super awkward. But you're not it is. together. Right. But that's life now, right? Like, a lot of people are in these quote-unquote situationships. Shout out to Fab. And it's like, you know, it ain't really legit. So it's like, you don't really even know how to act, right? Like, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> Continue on with your dinner. <laughs> and, but when you know you have feelings for that person... Is when you start judging the other girl. Is when you start continuing looking over while you're there. When you know, like when you start to be like, like a little, almost a little hating, right? From a distance. That's when you're just like, fuck, I really have actual feelings for this person. You know what? That's actually, that was genius what you just oh. said. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because I have dealt with people before that like I see them in situations and it doesn't even phase me. You know what I'm saying? That like a girl is like interacting with that person. You're like, whatever. But then that other person is like, bitch, back up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't get away. <laughs> yes. Away from me. Yes. But that's because they have, you know what I mean? Like your reaction is only showing. It's because you're more invested. Yeah. Your, right. your reaction is just showing how much you're invested in that person or what your thoughts or feelings are. <laughs> Sorry you bumped into him, girl, but <coughs> do you want to be with him or not? Like, what's the deal? Because. He's just continuing on in his ways. <laughs> I think this is super common. 
To be yes. honest, especially living in Fort Lauderdale, I don't know a lot of people that use P- um, POF. It's like super popular. That was gonna be my next part of my rant. But I mean, a lot of these websites are for people finding people to have sex with. That doesn't always happen. I've actually found a relationship on someone I've met online before. If I'm gonna share something personal, I have. So it's not impossible to find good people. So I don't want to deter people if you're out there trying to find someone. But the grand majority of people are looking to hook up and use people. So yeah, people need to be, you have to be a little bit street smart when you get on these pages, right? So luckily she was a That's little true. street smart. You or whomever, right? People have been street smart and like know how to weed out the creepers from the real lifers, right? And how right. to get used or scam, right? So I understand when people go into these pages. I mean, I have my like I haven't used POF, but like just like a Tinder or a Bumble or something like that. You tread lightly yeah. because you don't want to get caught into a situation and be like, I don't know you. You're a complete stranger kind of aspect. So that is fine, but just be street smart when you get in there. I think that's what it is. And some people sometimes lack that little. I think that. A lot of people are just looking for stuff that they don't have to invest a lot of money or energy into. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to just meet people in those circumstances because, number one, you don't have to send money at a bar waiting for someone to like meet and talk to. Or you don't have to waste time necessarily taking people out because you can kind of like text and get to know the vibe a little bit. So I understand how this is less effort, which is what all people are looking for now <laughs> since we're like addicted to fucking... All kinds of shit. That's our stimulants. But um, but for sure, for sure, I think that it has also caused the casualness of sex to heighten. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, it's like now it's like Uber Eats with sex. It's like you could just <laughs> order some shit. And like, um, you know what I mean? It's like crazy. That's what I feel like is becoming. And this is an example of that. Like this person was at dinner on a date with another person because she's actively seeking a relationship. Why else would you be on a date? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, yeah, it's fun and whatever, but down the line, you would like to find consistency. That's what dating is. So she was out with someone else, but yet she still had this reserve dude (laughs) (laughs) at the next table. Like, that's real life, though. That definitely is. I just say... That's real life. she She needs to either continue dating or go back on another date with this guy if she want to see him again. I don't think she should stop my opinion, personally. She's dating. She maybe may not be having sex with other guys that she's dating. She has that one person she has sex with. I'm similar to that. When I'm single, I don't necessarily sleep with a ton of people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'd rather have one situation versus multiples. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's what she's doing. I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, as a woman and as, like, protecting yourself and protecting, you know, your worth, I don't think that it's a bad idea to have one designated person. Be free, girls. Find your guy. Yeah, I don't think it's... I, in my past, I have juggled one or two phone numbers in the phone at the same time, and that is a lot. <laughs> Remembering what that conversation is I'm having with whom. Um, but... Sometimes it is a lot. It's a lot. Sometimes Again, it is a lot. It is a lot of work. That's why you just gotta you just gotta pick one topic and just keep it consistent. On both on both messages. 
I'm just saying, the, just just listen when I say these things and just keep them moving like I didn't say them. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody has a past. So, um, but no, but now we know that cheating is not balance, but secret sex buddies are balanced. Like, like let's talk about that now. <laughs> that is very true because you're not committed to one or the other. I think that's what it is. One is a commitment and one is not. And I listen to... Um, Charlemagne the God and he says the day he got married once he committed himself life became more balanced right look at that that's beautiful so cheating is not a balance it's more stress right but when you're not in a strong ass relationship or something committed balance is balance you know is juggling two phone numbers in your phone or something that's different those are two different aspects it's commitment is really hurting someone else if you're doing something there you go. Speaking of the Breakfast Club, the other morning, I was listening to Corsette Michelle's um, interview, and I definitely I wanted to touch base on it for a few reasons, to be honest with you. Um, ironically, you know, talking about the whole thirteen reasons why the committing suicide thing, she was kind of like borderline almost coming across that way, like she was about to commit suicide and she was depressed and all of that with her social media posts. For the, <coughs> for those of you who don't know who Christelle Michelle is, she's actually an R&B singer. Um, she was born back in 1982, so she's a little mature, you know what I'm saying? She actually has won a Grammy. Um, she has been in the game for a couple of years. She's been in the game since 2009. So she's seasoned, you know what I'm saying? And she has done some epic records she's done records with like jay-z that's when she stood out to me the most i would say because that's when i used to like hear of her that's when she became more relevant for me for those of you who don't know what her song was this is one of her like best songs right here wait where is it So that's Chrisette Michelle. So she has a really dope track. That track is really dope. That song is called Epiphany. I'm leaving. And she's just about done with being your girlfriend. One of my favorite songs by her. And she was actually on The Breakfast Club. And I think it was super interesting that she had to answer a lot of tough questions Mm -hmm. in one of the scariest radio shows out right now. And the reason I think that this show is scary... Okay, I'm not going to deny it. I'm a really big fan of The Breakfast Club. I listen to it every single morning. Like, I literally have the iHeartRadio app, and I listen to it no matter what state I am in. I've even listened to it when I've been in Paris. I listen to The Breakfast Club like that. Every morning, I wake up, and by y'all time, 9, 9.30, 6 o'clock my time, 6.30, the full episode Mm -hmm. without music is already up on YouTube. So I listen to it from there. Oh, beautiful. So that's how I get ready oh, in the morning. Even or even if I'm not fully out of bed, I just press play and I'm listening to it throughout the day. So I listen to it every oh. single morning religiously. I think I might say, but then again, I'm like here live listening to it. But that's a really good idea for days that I don't like wake up and like whatever. Anyway, so um, with that being said, I think that the best dynamic about the Breakfast Club is that um, they have a good balance when it comes to interviewing. Like, everybody kind of plays a role, and they kind of, you know, Angela's more fact, Charlemagne is more cutthroat, and, 
And envy don't be knowing. You know, nothing. envy kind of relates. Like he kind of try to relate. He be trying to act like he don't know, and he's like, "Oh, but explain this to me. What you mean? You know what I'm saying? Like he has like that vibe. So with that, it creates a good interview because the person ends up giving you answers for a lot of different reasons. So I like to listen to the interviews. For those of you who haven't tuned in, please tune in, and maybe you should tune into this one because we're gonna t- dissect this one. Now, if you didn't notice, to me, I felt like Charlemagne kept on trying to. Like shift her Cause she was kinda like Trying to do the The waterworks type of effect Like feel bad for me Be sad And like I feel like Charlamagne was kinda Trying to like Throw her off her game On some shit like Don't be a bullshitter You know what I'm saying Because That's first She kinda sounds like A bullshitter so A little on bit that one. Because The interview Her voice was so monotone The entire Too monotone time That it irritated right. The shit out of me because, girl, <laughs> you plaguing us, right? And so you're not explaining. And I'm not, I like Chrisette Michelle. She has a good voice. I'm not a fan, but she's a good voice. You know, I know who she is. And she has some good songs and mm-hmm. dope songs with Rick Ross, whatever. Like, we know who you are. I can care less yeah, yeah, what yeah. she decided to do and sing where, whatever her case is, right? I'm not a fan. But I'm interested in listening to the story. And the story she was feeding in that monotone voice didn't do her too much help in my opinion and yes Charlemagne was egging her not egging her but but mm-hmm. trying to get something more out of her get the more not the not the publicist structure right. of it but get the actual pieces of it I mean honestly um, I want to give her I want to give respect where respect is due um, 100% she handled herself really well um, throughout the entire interview because she really was being like kind of questioned and and poked at the entire interview so I would like to give her that <laughs> like she was like ready for the level of because little mama would have been cried <laughs> you know what I'm saying so it was like it was like she she handled it. Like they was coming at her, so I I give her that, Chrisette Michelle. Like people really really hated you after the Trump thing, like to a really crazy level. You feel me? Like she was like her backlash was really bad. So it's like, what else could she have done but apologized at this point? Honestly, what else? I think was wasn't that her second time on the Breakfast Club since the the yeah. Um, yeah, the first time she was defending herself for be- for yeah. singing, and now she was apologizing because she said, "I fucked up." Because she felt the backlash. And here's the case: like sometimes we have to see who's. Like I said, I'm not a fan, right? She's not a person I follow, keep in contact with. But if I right. hear a song, it's nice. So sometimes people have to be cautious in the sense of who's actually a follower, who's upset about it, like an actual fan, and who is just on the bandwagon mm-hmm. of just being overly like aggressive and just want to be a part of opinion opinionated whatever yeah. right but it's funny how the effect of all of it really started to hit her after the like at, even after trying to defend herself on it we're almost a year later a year yeah. we're almost a year later and now you're out here apologizing for it like are you only apologizing now because you felt the the more hurt in your sales or in your ability to do things? <laughs> or are you apologizing because you genuinely see after a year of the bullshit we are going through in this country of foolishness that it wasn't the best choice to do? Do you get what I mean? Because her apology didn't have a reasoning. I, right. 
if you notice that. Right. I mean, is it is it because you just want to stop being the one that everybody talks yes. shit about? Exactly. But is that wrong? I know you want to stop the talk, right? Like, she wants to stop it, bring it down, people forget. But your real, real fans won't forget. Do you get what I mean? Right. And, and right. I, I think that's what I was reading off of or getting off of part, part of that. And I mean... She knew what she was signing up for. Backlash was expected for that. You should for be sure. a little bit, a little bit more sure. smarter about it. So another thing that took place. Please listen to this interview. This woman stated that she was uh, unfortunately a person who experienced a mm-hmm. miscarriage, and that it was something very traumatic that she experienced, and that she chose to share her story on Instagram by posting a picture, I guess, of some type of dramatic visual of a miscarriage. Yeah. I only saw it because right. it was on Shade Room or Baller Alert. Not because I follow her. Okay. But go ahead. So, this picture didn't even belong to her, right, Marley? It was it like was another person. Another person's miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> what's your take on that? Well, let's, first of all, what's your take on that? I want to hear what you the words miscarriage and going to images on Google is a lot. I just want to share that. <laughs> That's not easy for any woman right it's not something that like women boast about or share like in that sense like you're very cautious right. to who you share that with and you know de- depending upon the term and those kind of things like it's very right or how, how dramatic the yeah, experience was like everyone yeah. just kind of holds it to themselves right and so right. yes I understand we're in the age of sharing everything but geez like we're not in that like that's not the stage we're at in this world. And a part of me, and I hate to say this, a part of me did feel there was a sympathy kind of piece in there that she was trying to get from. Empathy from people. Right. Um, which, yes, if she suffered something like that, I feel for her, right? Just like I do for every woman. But not everything needs to be shared like that. The image may not have been the best choice. And yes, I know it wasn't her image. It makes me even feel even more disgusted, kind of like, d- not disgusted, I'm sorry, but like just more like weirded out in the fact that you had the audacity to share, share someone else's image and then write your own words underneath as if it was your own experience. In that sense, that same experience that woman had and took a picture of it, that you felt the need to take that and put your own words underneath to share your experience. And kind of miscommunicate what it is, whose it is, and what it is. You know what I mean? I think that it doesn't make sense for anyone that is in a platform that people follow you. And, like, it matters that people follow you. Because, you know, it may not matter for everyone. But for people who matter, like celebrities, people that own businesses, whatever. Because that shit is like your resume at this point. And that's how Instagram is. So... You're going to put an image of another person doing anything and making it seem as if it was your own? I think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, I think it's crazy. It's like suicide to your career at this point. It's like, why would you... Like, when Bow Wow did that and he posted a picture that he was on a flight and, like, he was on coach <laughs> and, like, somebody, like, straight ratted him out. So it's like... I haven't heard about Bow Wow since, yeah. dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, really big when you commit fraud on these things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Why did you do that? Like, if I ever got to, like, ask her and she can sit here and speak as monotone as she wants to, it's like, 
But why would you, like, why would you do that? Like, that shit was the dumbest shit that a human being can do if you truly did it for the reason that you did it. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, I felt like that shit was a lie. Because it's like, why would you do Yeah, that? like, if, if that's why I feel like it was either a fabricated story or Ethan wasn't as long as term as she says. Like, something's off in the sense that she had to share a p- photo that wasn't even hers. Like, she could have just put a photo of the sky and then wrote in whatever the text is and just say, this is what, you know, this is about. You know what I mean? You can put a blank black right. image and then write your text the same way without using someone else's image or experience and using it as your own. 1,000%. 1,000%. But with that being said, you know, shout out to... Anyone who has experienced anything like that, we're not trying to be insensitive. We're actually trying to say that because we know it's a sensitive subject, we don't understand how someone would freely, you know, mislead the public by making it seem like it was something that it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it makes me feel, it makes me uneasy about this whole thing. That whole interview was seeking a lot of empathy, seeking apology, trying to get back her fan base. Um, and I think she just needs to go away for some time. Take some time for yourself. Focus on yourself. You know, fans will always come back if you put in the right work. I mean, we support Chris Brown. And that 45 track album so far, (laughs) I'm on track number 13, and it's bomb, but I'm getting a little stressed. (laughs) But, (laughs) but... You know, fans will listen through it, right? Like, you'll listen through it, and so... Oh, my God. He's a fucking local, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. He has a problem, right? He do look a little sick, though. Like, a little... Yeah. It's unfortunate. He's very talented. That's another man who's extremely talented and, unfortunately, is battling his own things, and you can tell. He's battling a lot. Yeah, for sure. But that that goes to show that sometimes just because a person may not be good in some areas, they're excellent in others. And it's like, that happens a lot. That happens even with children that have certain types of autism and things like that. Like, it's really something that happens. Like, they're really, really good at something. And then they struggle in other areas. And it's like... I think he he has mental health issues, and I hope that he gets the. He's an help. amazing artist. He's an amazing singer. Music, his art is beautiful. Like he has a lot to him. He just needs right. to. He needs some help to figure out his how to adjust to life kind of aspects. How to adjust? How to how to channel those moments of spike yes. energy and like. You know what I'm saying? Like you could tell that he needs balance. But that's why with he, that. I think he has art because that's the only way to escape those things. Right. Um, right. Like, have you seen how Jim Carrey is a little a little bit off the wagon? Now? <laughs> Sorry to say it like that, but he folk, he draws really. He has beautiful paint and artwork. Have you seen that documentary? Yeah, he's actually a really depressed well, individual. Most comedians are, and I think that might be another topic. Right. For it's dark, day. but I think yeah, yeah that's that darkness yeah. in them, but. You know, putting that energy to something else. And so I think maybe she needs to put, she's not mentally has any issues, I don't think, not that I know of, but she might need to take a break, remove herself because the situation, the 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 singing at the inauguration, you know, this post, like those kind of things and her having suicidal thoughts, it might be best to just take a full on break and separate yourself 
and then come back later with your to your fans and those who you know support you. Yeah, right, right, right. Because you know, at the end of the day, people just want good music, and if you're giving them good music, that's all they care about. Look how long we followed Michael Jackson's crazy ass. You see what I'm saying? So it's like when something is good, the the good is what shines. It doesn't matter the packaging. That's kind of how R. Kelly still gets to get away with everything. Yeah, low key, low key. Mm-hmm. Like this man is like a terrible human. One hundred percent. And like people still be like two stepping in the name of Yo, love. How his concert still. You know what I'm saying? It's just, he's very talented. Very talented. And it's a shame that he be ended up being that guy. Because I was totally going to be like the vieja that still went to like that throwback concert. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was going to totally be way, that person. By the way, there are like, those people already. That's the problem. <laughs> like if you went to that bad boy tour and you're like, damn, I'm old. Because I'm out here with the aunties. No, but like, we're like cooler no, now. We are know? officially those aunties at the shows. <laughs> Don't no, it is. It, it really, truly is. When I went to the Bad Boy concert, no. I, was, I looked at my friends. I was like, "No, but the Bad Boy concert is like older women." And I was there, too. and that was the like, problem. Don't I say was that. like, I feel like I'm <laughs> dumb old right now. Like all the aunties were out there, and I was with them. I feel you, but they were like the aunties that were like They're cool aunties know, that were like 48. Yeah. Right. They were cool aunties. <laughs> but and speaking of R. Kelly, also Chris Brown does have a song. Janaya Aiko, Chris Brown, and R. Kelly. And unfortunately, fire. it's really good. <laughs> it's fire. And I was like, fire. damn it, Chris, why you got to put R. Kelly, though? Why? <laughs> why is the song good? And R. Kelly is the special guest on here. There was no one right. else you could select. And it was actually good. And then that's when, like, your brain starts thinking, like, damn it, do I listen to this or not? Like, or how do I crop him out right. from this song? I can enjoy it. Like, where do I draw the yeah. line? Do I draw the line only in public in situations, or do I band it even from my ears? Like, how how passionate am I? Because about truly, this? then I shouldn't be listening to Chris Brown either. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not sure if I've removed my musical passion towards someone because of their personal life. 100. percent Yes, I get turned off, and I may not fuck with you the same. Like. With Kanye, that kind of happened with me. Like, it's like, I like I really mm-hmm. like Kanye. Me too. Me too, yeah. Really like Kanye. I think he's super talented to another level. I think he's a fucking genius. I really do. Um, but clearly, his behavior is off. Clearly, this, this relationship is not a good look for hip-hop, in my opinion. It really ain't. Mm-hmm. It's not. And this is a Kim fan and talking. I'm- you feel me? Like, this is like... A not a good look for hip hop. Like this is not a good look for you being the dude that you're gonna be in history. That that's the woman you ended up marrying. Because people are always gonna say negative shit about this bitch. So it's like you gotta now you get wrapped up in that. And I know he loves her, so that's dope. But it, it kind of turned me off about his personal life a little bit. That he's always like doing some antics and like he clearly needs help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like yo, get us together. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Get it together. Yeah, it's like Bill Cosby. The Cosby Show is an amazing show. Oh my God. Like, one of my favorites, at Girl. Like, that shit yeah, kind of raised me. And I know Real episodes shit. and I know, you know, the words to shows and you know which one's your favorite, like The Fresh Prince, like those kind of things. And my mom kind of looks like Clara Huxtable. <laughs> she, 
Like real shit. I'm gonna show you like a throwback picture. With the of my big mom's. hair like, kind of she kinda teased like out. My mom. Yeah, with too. the big hair. She mm-hmm. had the, like the teeth. My mom yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And so that's mm-hmm. where you have that emotional like, damn, does that show really gotta go away? Because of what he, what we right. discovered of him. Because the show itself, just like the music itself, is something so close and dear and good, good. to you yeah. that yeah, it makes it tough. It makes it hard to juggle. So it does. Because it helps so many people. Like, the Dave Chappelle special, the comedy thing. Fucking hilarious. He said, like, like, hilarious. Fucking genius. So it's like, you have the ability to put all these people through college. You you created a platform. You gave examples to people about, like, what it's like to be, a, like, a really successful black family. Like, he created, like, a lane for, like, minorities to see examples of good people on TV. So it's like... He did such a huge thing for the culture. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, just like Dave Chappelle said, it's like this guy was like a hero. And it's like now you don't, like we erase your legacy now? Should we not acknowledge everything that came from what you did? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it is a tough one. It's a tough one. As a fan, as a person who indulges in this, you know, kind of great artwork and, like, you know, music and things like that. And it's hard. It's a lot hard. Like, I'm into arts. I'm yeah. into arts, too. I know what you mean. Like, this type of stuff matters to us. Like, yeah. we like stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we understand the impact that it creates, and we understand how it moves people. So it's like, to us, we understand the bigger picture and of it. And separating so it's the like, artist from the person yeah. and those little things. And from the, the yeah, product. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. But it, nowadays, all that matters is, like, the person. Yeah, and Chrisette Michelle shows herself as a person who <laughs> is um, in need of a lot of empathy and uh, not attention. Safe to say that you thought her I'm, shit was bullshit. Just, yeah. Safe to say. But guess what? You know what wasn't bullshit? What? What was it? This was That's like what a I'm saying. <laughs> That's the music piece for itself. <laughs> Especially for Miami, that shit went hard when we were out in Miami. That Rick Ross is life <laughs> when we be out yes, there. And absolutely. that just hits the spot every single time. She killed it. As I said, just tell her to let the music speak for itself, girl. Just I I think for me what bothered most is that I, I'm a person who kind of reads or listens or when I interact with someone, their energy, their direction or their vibe, how they speak means a lot to me. And so her voice right. being like that the whole time, I was like, bye. It's <laughs> time for this. <laughs> Bitch, sit down. No, like, I feel like, I mean, you don't like shit that's unnatural and exactly. that is how natural. See, exactly. I am a, that's exactly what it is. I don't think yeah. that if, that's if what you it don't is. have a natural presence, if you're not you're not exuding something you're not like nothing to the table like there's something not there it's hard for me to gravitate towards it and hard for me to accept it i know she wasn't apologizing to me because i can care less what she was doing but the whole everything about that interview was just very she talked like this the entire time and blah i was like and she kept on bringing it lower and lower it's not making me sorrier and sorrier Mm -hmm. girl i'm not like (laughs) come on now so, she wasn't speaking to me. I'm not her audience, but, you know, those of you who are her fans, I guess, do y'all accept it is the question. How do you guys feel? Really? Exactly. Was, did, it, did it really matter that much to you that 
she did the singing at the presidential inauguration. You know what I'm saying? That Did you buy her story when she said that she was just here trying to pacify us for the hurt that we were experiencing? And that she was just trying to be there Talk for about us. She was people. wearing her Basquiat sh- skirt to represent the cult. Girl, just because you're wearing a Basquiat <laughs> shirt, you think everyone's just supposed to. You representing everybody up there with a Basquiat shirt, like skirt? Come on now. All right, Chrisette Michelle. Listen to the interview, guys. I think it was interesting to listen to. Um, I think uh, it would put a lot of perspective on what we're talking about. It was, and at the end of the day, a Breakfast Club always delivers, so you should Every definitely tune into them. <laughs> For sure. Shout out to the people that you eventually want yes, to work with. Definitely. Right? <laughs> right. Now, as we wrap this up, I'm going to make sure to do a show me quote because it's been a little minute since I've actually done it. You know how much I love them. But the reason I like this one, you do, I know. And you're the main reason why I'm going to come back to the roots. But um, this one, I think it's going to be good because it's going to kind of relate to the fact that. Sorry, I had to get some water. Um, that it kind of relates to the fact that. Sometimes we let outside things influence our behaviors. And Corsette Michelle right now clearly is an example of that. Like she 100% shifted maybe who even she is just to like satisfy whatever she thought she had to do. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I have this quote. And it says, I am strong because I know my weakness. I am beautiful because I am aware of my flaws. I am fearless because I've learned to recognize illusions from realities. I am wise because I've learned from my mistakes. I am a lover because I have felt hate. And I can laugh because I know sadness. And with that being said, I think that being aware, knowing your true self, and having a relationship with the inner you is the key to true satisfaction. Definitely. I love it. That's and that's balance, balance baby. <laughs> <laughs> So if you guys want to email <laughs> us at go. any time, email us at MessyMondaysPod at gmail.com. Email us your questions, your stories, your messy stories, so we can keep doing the show. Bring you at least over an episode uh, every week, and we can continue going on for this for yes. many, many years. <laughs> Follow yes, us yes, on yes. Twitter at MessyMondaysPod. Follow us on Instagram at MessyMondaysPodcast. Uh, answer our questions, our weekly questions. We'll have something up this week as well. Um, where else can you follow us? You can follow me on Instagram at love, L-U-V, Marley underscore. And you can follow show me at S-H-O-M-I underscore E-N-T. That's S-H-O-M-I underscore E-N-T. And every Monday, I always drop a little video to let you guys know a little bit about what the show's about. So always pay attention to that. I do it like clockwork. Whenever there's a video coming out, I'm going to make sure to give you guys a video to know it's coming. So follow us. Yes, follow us for us. sure. And we appreciate you guys listening to us every single week. This was a great, you know, got a lot off of my chest. This is, I feel like this episode. <laughs> episode is 13 baby 13 that's the number right there that's all we needed we needed we needed to get a little scary in here so we can get a little content no but with that being said guys it's messy mondays we're gonna be here again next week always telling the mess the best of the week messy mondays <laughs> <laughs>